Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Very good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA Podcast, brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be going through your talking points from the weekend in London, uh, some of them looking ahead to this weekend against Longford or Waterford. Longford long gone. They're way above us, Paul. I don't know where I'm the going f- with that. Both Fords, though. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Two of the Fords. Um, just missing Wexford, who we'll come across at some stage of no doubt. Um, yeah, so we'll be looking at that. We'll also be doing very quick roundup on predictions for this weekend's All County Football League, which which gets underway um, Saturday afternoon. So looking forward to the club action kicking back in. As always, joined by sports editor of the Anglo Cell, Paul Fitzpatrick. Um, Paul, loads of talking points. Um, very, very vocal. There's a lot of reaction to our um, our podcast over on the the Diehards, the Weekend Diary. A few people disappointed they didn't make the cut, and I kindly explained to them it was better they didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah, well, look, we had to we had to tone out some of the partying, I suppose, uh, because we don't want people to think that we're just going. On uh, drinking, drinking the bag out of it when we go to these trips, which we're not. Which generally. we're not. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, this was you didn't this have to tone any of the party the way you don't like. Gosh, no. <laughs> yeah, I I compared it to to electric picnic because there was there was just gangs of lads around everywhere. It was like a it was like a stag party with a thousand people. On. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> it, it was. It was a great great occasion, great night. Um, yeah. So talking points, Damien. Let's get into them. First talking point, and we'll fly through them fairly quickly. The lads must be just taking over waiting for a championship. Yeah, is it, it it could be possible. It definitely could be possible that it, it's just time in the run. And I'm with that comment I'm drawn straight back to Mickey Graham has been since he's county senior manager, always saying that it's all about championship. Yeah. It's all about championship. And while this year the the noise coming out of the camp was that look at league is vital and we got to get promoted and and it's very important we get off to a good start all of the the stuff that we weren't hearing in the previous years I still don't think uh, uh, it's possible to change your mindset completely from it's all about championship so that could be part of where we're at at this moment in time that it it is literally building towards championship like like I said in the I think in the the column for the the Celt two weeks ago, all the elements of a good performance are there. They just haven't been brought together yet. Mm. And we've seen that a bit in, in 2020. We've seen some good performances. We've seen comeback from the dead against Kildare. It just didn't get over the line. We've seen the elements of good performances. And then they came together at different stages throughout that championship. So, yeah, maybe maybe so. Maybe just taking over. I, I hope so. I'm, that's the optimist in the Cavan camp. They're few and far between, but I like them. <laughs> well... You know, I think uh, I compared it once to the terrible beauty of being a Cavan supporter. Um, there is there is a part of me that is aware. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm aware of this, the sense that uh, we are Cavan fans and we're gone in the head. Yeah. And, and 
we just got promoted with a game to spare and we're, we've never been as, as down on the team uh, ever or well, not ever but in a, in a good while like we're just a doom and gloom you, you go around the county and you would do, be doing well to meet someone that says just won five games out of six that's great <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. complete doom and gloom so I know we went through at length uh, the reasons for that doom and gloom and, and they're very valid like this team won the championship 16 months ago you'd like to see them dominate division four but they are winning games now um, I don't know what the highest score cabinet put up is I don't think they've hit 21 or 2 points or anything like that they might not have even hit 20 points in any game 19 points against Carlo probably the pick of it yeah so that's a slight concern because we are leaking scores well anyway uh, you always said it Damien about playing under Mickey as a player as well that championship was where it was at and that's definitely been proven in it as the years have gone on as a manager for him as well so Hopefully that, that is the case. Um, Damien talking to Damien. Laughing face. Yeah, yeah, I have to say. I, w- <laughs> once I got a hold of Damien, I said, I'm going to have to do an interview with Damien. And uh, yeah, so and just brilliant, brilliant. But anyone who missed that, it's over on, on the Die Hard service. I am, I done an interview with, I'm not even going to say who it is. I'm going to keep him anonymous, but somebody who takes off um, me fairly well. In fact, really well. That's unbelievable. Uh, well, yeah, well worth a listen. Uh, someone that says when when Ollie Brady stands next to Big Ben, it really isn't that big at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which, which Ollie this is. Uh, that came in from a Casarahan man. Um, the pints of Guinness were brutal. Right, straight up. What are you doing drinking Guinness in London? In London, like yeah. there's a, there's an Instagram page run by a Cork man called Shit London Guinness. Really? Yeah. And Brilliant. I actually read an interview with him on the end over there recently and he was he puts up pictures all the time of really bad points of Guinness with no head or head is half the glass. I've actually I'm a Guinness drinker but I've never drank a pint of Guinness outside of Ireland. Really? No, never. I'm not a Guinness drinker so I, I, I can't compare. O'Neill's was some pub. O'Neill's was some pub. Yeah. Have to say that. O'Neill's Definitely. Was great. And and the, the other but thing. you know what? The the venue is only as good as the company. Like the, the Cavan crowd, as you said, it was like electric picnic on on, on blue. It was just <laughs> it was just madness with with the Cavan crowd. It took over O'Neill's completely, and then when O'Neill's was closed, took over Soho. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, like for anyone that, that wasn't there, uh, there, there was crowd surfing and t-shirts off and everything outside outside the pub uh, after after O'Neill. So yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a, it was a great old crack there. Um, we are starting to become quite predictable. Oh, God, no. You can never say that about Cavan. Predictable would have been beating London by seven, eight points. I think I think he probably means on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think we're predictable. Well, well that's the I, because, robotic comment that came in earlier in the yeah, week. Yeah, but I don't think it's, it's predictable because we have played very well in fits and starts. So if you're predictable, you don't know when that 10 minutes is going to kick in. So that's probably the definition of unpredictability because you yeah. like you score one, I wouldn't call it predictable when you score 1-5 and don't concede in the first 18 minutes and then for the rest of the game you lose the rest of the game yeah well I, I suppose is his comment that we're we're predictable in what we do with the ball mm. and that is possibly true in mm. fact it's 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 fairly true it is, like, yeah. we're, we're not a great kicking team we're, we're, we're definitely we don't use our kicking anyway um, whether we're a good kicking team or not and, and so therefore you have to run the ball a lot so it is kind of predictable and there's certain players on the team that we know just won't kick the ball mm. you and know. there's certain players that, that will meet contact and turn around yes and, and there's certain players then that always break lines yeah and, all, and then like Thomas Gallagher for example 
probably the best linebacker on the team. And when he came on, like great man to win a free because he he he'd feel the contact and he has momentum take him to the ground. He's excellent at that. He's yeah. brilliant at breaking lines. But like he tried to break a line in front of his own goals and led to the penalty. Uh, so yeah, bad decisions by Calvin. Um, poor game, but London away was great crack. I think that sums it up all right. Yeah, definitely couldn't agree more. Uh, understaffed at the bar it took me twenty five minutes to get around. Yeah, we we've discussed this about the pace of of the bar staff outside of Ireland yeah. and New York. Yes, and 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 other than that, they're just not up to the standard. You know, they they, God, the three people that were in the bar upstairs could have served an awful lot more people, an awful lot quicker. Like, but anyway, we're not complaining yeah. about but it. it was, but it was all the pubs. Uh, yeah, all the pubs in London. Yeah, they were, they were just desperate. Really. Lots of staff. Well, actually, O'Neill's wasn't that well staffed. No, but I know that I know those big city centre <laughs> pubs are struggling for staff. I remember at one stage actually at O'Neill's. One of the barmen just absolutely making a hames of a couple of drinks and That's then right. and then the change with somebody in. That's right. It was, it was scandalous. It was though. comical. And he, the fella was getting embarrassed because he was just standing there and it was just Calvin fellas and that's his <laughs> bay for his blood. Uh, we have shown we can build on the lead and put teams to bed when dominant. Have we? No, I think that's sarcasm. I, I, I think that's the one thing we haven't shown. Yeah, I think that's sarcasm. I don't think we can build on a lead because we were one five to no score up, and um, and then we definitely couldn't put teams to bed. When I think that's sarcasm. It must be. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't good tone doesn't come true on text. Are we too relying on stats? Take our two corner forwards off when we are <clears> supplying <throat> ball in. Look at Sunday. Uh, one four early doors by utilizing our inside line. Yeah, yeah. Like again, nobody, nobody, but the people inside the group can tell you if you're too reliant on stats or if you're overanalyzing in stats because none of us know exactly what they're doing in terms of stats. I, you know, I know what's available to them, but are they? Is the management hammering down on it that you gave away a possession with three kick passes? You know, we can't tell that. Nobody can tell that by the people involved in it. So yeah. it's very, very hard to tell it. Um, Sometimes it looks like it. Sometimes on the field it looks like it. Like there's, there's times, particularly in shooting, where I'd be saying, "Geez, look at there." There was one incident that's in my head, and it was with the wind in the first half, and Jerry Smith was about forty meters out from goal, straight in front of the goal, and enough time to gather the ball, square up, and kick it over the bar, but he didn't. And I, I kind of thought to myself, "Right, okay." Is he thinking, well, the percentages here are against me? But we've seen him score boomers with the outside of the right boot from forward out, you know, onto the, onto the right side. He's so been shooting well this year. Really well. So I, I don't think it is that. I, I, I just think sometimes maybe it's individual decision and they're a little bit cautious in it. So, um, you know, you, you'd, like to, you'd like to see them. I'd love to see the actual stats rolling from game to game, chances created to chances scored, because... That's you're, you're you're aiming for north of seventy percent on an average across the season, and I, I'd say we're 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 probably not too far away from it, but it's because we're declining opportunities mm. in certain ways, you know. Yeah. So maybe maybe it is that maybe it is just over over analyzing. Well, the stat about Jerry Smith being third highest scorer from play with seven points, I think it was third. He was. Um, it got me thinking about one of our other. I know Jerry's playing in forwards mostly, but. Uh, one of our other ha- attacking halfbacks, Kieran Brady. Like if you remember when Kevin got promoted from Division Two, he was he was top scorer 
uh, with something like three eight in that in that's the seven right. division two matches. Like that's that man right. is such a loss to Cavan at the minute. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Martin awful. Riley and Ushin Kieran were big losses at the weekend as well. Mm. I, I don't think we really mentioned about how big of a loss Ushin Kieran was because I thought he he really hit form against Tipperary. I thought he was our best player against Tipperary probably. So um it was it was one of those ones where yeah, a couple of key players make a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, next talking point, Block Capitals, the worst ever. <laughs> worst ever, as as the ladies on the podcast uh, explained over on, on, on the Die Hard service, yeah. But I uh, know, it wasn't the worst ever, but it was, it, do you know what? It was it was a massive roller coaster. Like, the, mm. the, the 1-5 up, and you're going, yeah, Cavanagh doing what we expect here. This is great. Sunny rice slip, Cavanagh buzzing, the Cavanagh supporters Pites are, are buzzing. Yeah, every, <laughs> every, everything was just good. Everything was good at that moment in time, but then you just start to feel the turbulence and, and a goal goes in for London and then it's like, oh gosh, the handbrake's up here, what's going on? Mm. Then at the end, it was just absolute frightening stuff, like a straight drop down on this roller coaster where your heart is in your head and you're going, mother of God, we're going to lose this damn thing. But that slip at the end and, and, and I thought Ray was going to be caught. It was just, it was frightening, frightening stuff. Mm. Well, if the, we said it beforehand, like we should set up a new segment called Worst Ever Watch. Because we did say beforehand, if if Cavan lose to London, that is the worst. Ever. Yeah, yeah. So it came close to it. Came close to it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, Wicklow stands alone still at the minute. Uh, wasn't sure whether we had the forwards. Now I'm sure it's the fact we don't utilize them. Yeah, I'd I'd be inclined to agree at this moment in time. I I think that Patrick Lynch, Quivin O'Reilly, Cormac O'Reilly have shown with addition, obviously the, the, the second fiddle to Gerard McKiernan. I think we do have the forwards. I think Jerry Smith is a wing forward as well. Like if you if you have a wing forward that's what he's seven points from play in six games, you know he's 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 chipping in with a score or two in most games. So I think we do have the forwards. You just got to get them in the position to to take the chances to score the goals or score the points. Like I thought. On top of that, maybe one positive was we we got goals. In the last couple of games, we've 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 started like looking like we're creating more goal chances now. Paddy Lynch's there was an element of fortune involved in it. You could say that that Connor Madden's could have ended up in a goal as well. We're we're starting to create those goal chances. And I think that that's very important. But you got to feed that ball in early, give them that chance in a one on one or even a two on one situation that they can get runners off the shoulder, break lines inside. But. Um, it's 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 definitely got to be fed in earlier for them boys to start to thrive. Yeah, I I think Cavan are trying. I know this sounds counterintuitive, but I do think Cavan are trying it. But the problem is they're they're too cautious at times in games. But like there has been a good bit of ball kicked in in the league. It's it's not I think that Cavan never kicked the ball in. Like an awful lot of that ball was kicked in against Tipperary. If you, like we bombarded mm. their goal, like yeah, a lot of that came from long ball in. A goal came from long ball in the last time. The problem was it. I don't know whether it's not enough or, or it's too slow, but mm. you know there are times where, where there's movement inside, as you have correctly identified, and there is an opportunity to kick it in. The cabin are being too cautious, particularly when Cavan get in front. And maybe maybe it's easy for us to say it, standing in the stand and knowing that well I can see the space, but when you have a ball coming at you, you have to get your hands on it. You know that within a second there's going to be a player tackling you. You know. Sometimes it's hard to put the head up and find out, but that's the difference in the Division 1, the top players, that they know what's around them before the ball comes and they gather and execute instead of having to maybe 
adjust and, 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 and deal with the tackle and then try to get the ball in. That that can be the difference in it. So mm. it's yeah. it, it's not that easy done. And it's a long run an issue uh, that when Grove McCarran is on the team, the ball doesn't always go in quickly. Now, he wasn't on as much ball as we've seen him in some mm. games the last day, but Grove McCarran is a player who tends to run the ball more and he's such an integral figure. Players look for him. And when you're looking for, for Garode, who's not a, not a man who, who kicks in a lot of ball inside, naturally enough, the ball, not as much ball is going to kick inside. But I think it's more further back the field than that, though. Because yeah. it seems to be around the halfway line that Kavanagh are sort of going lateral at times. Yeah, yeah, it can be. And the interesting thing on Garode, and I wouldn't change a bit about Garode's game because he doesn't kick the ball in, but he's still our best player and, and, and our best scorer. But by having him doing that, if we developed our kicking game, it means you've got both, and you've got both really strong. Like, Garode is brilliant at running the ball. He's brilliant at getting the ball off the shoulder, on the loop, giving those, you know, left-footed corners that he that he sends so many over the bar with. So, you imagine if you had then the option that, okay, when we run the ball, we've got Garode to finish off our scores. When we kick the ball, we've got something else. Yeah. You know, it'd be a great team at that stage, but... It's it, it it's still in development, I think, and I do think they are trying. I think you're right. Yeah, I do. I do think that Garou doesn't break the line uh, as much as you would like to see. If you had, if I had to pick out one, and I know it's nitpicking because he's a top scorer and he he wins kickouts, he does so much for the team. But one issue in his game, I think, is that when he takes into contact, he t- tends to turn around and recycle the ball. Mm. I don't know is, why that is. Is is that? As, is that as a result of maybe trying to break lines and not breaking lines in the past and he's learned from it and said, you know, uh, like he's he's a big, he's a big, tall man. He he wouldn't have the same momentum behind him. I wouldn't say weight-wise he's as heavy as Thomas Galligan, who brings huge momentum. You know, I, I don't know the I'd power. Know. I'd say he's I'd say he's still one of the strongest men on the team. Like, he would have to be. I, I don't know. I think it's just the way, the way he plays, but it's nitpicking mm. because... I mean, he's been—he won't be appreciated until he's gone. Kind of like Mackey. Yeah, Mackey, as soon as as soon as you said it. Uh, lack of atmosphere in Rice Cabin style so monotonous. Fans can't get behind the team. There wasn't. A, there was a great atmosphere, but I—I I would agree that it it became subdued in the, when when London were coming back and Cavan were were sort of a bit ponderous in the second half. It, mm. I felt it got flat because the fans were mad for something to get behind. Yeah, I, I, I found it very hard when you're commentating, you've got earphones on and, and you can't really hear. So I, I get it very hard to judge the atmosphere. Really. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Lateral play has its place, but it looks like it's so ingrained that we won't even risk 70, 30 balls. Yeah, I think we agree with that. We'll yeah. go back over that one. Yeah. Um, what has gone wrong with Cavan? Beating London by one point won't win the won't win Division Four fi- title. Now there's a comment in there after one point. Uh, I don't know as our listener saying beating London by one point won't win the Division Four title as in that level of form, or is he saying 
beat London by one point or win the division four title. Is a separate point. I'm not sure. Uh, what is going on with Calvin? If we could answer that one, we'd we'd we'd, uh, we'd be managing the team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of shit. London Guinness drank the weekend. We've we, we've hit that one. Yeah, I didn't have any Guinness. Now. No, me neither. I've convinced myself we will up our performance against better opposition. Am I going store mad? I like this talking point because I think I was talking about it to you on, on Sunday evening as well after the game, if you can remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was tough stuff to the game. I think Kevin could go out with the level that Kevin are playing at the minute and could potentially be very competitive with Division 2 teams or pretty beat a lot of Division 2, 3 teams. And I know you might look at it and go, well, you're winning division, a Division 4 game by a point. That doesn't translate to, to you yeah. know, doing it at the higher level. But I think th- I think that's the way Cavan are playing. It's like, we're just going to do enough. We're going to get a lead or whatever, and we're just going to do enough. And the, the funny th- factor is, maybe I'm imagining this, but the wind has been a big factor in an awful lot of games in this league. I know maybe Well, that's what Lorcan Mulvey called it, the Windy League. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, the Windy League, yeah. Yeah, I missed that's that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's it's been a... The wind has been a huge factor, yeah. more so than other, than other league campaigns. Definitely so, definitely so. Now, I'll, 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 that's, I think that that uh, listener makes a, a really valid point. And actually, talking with people involved with the Cavan senior team before 2022, um, they were making the point that Cavan always seemed to play to the level of the opponent. That you know, if we're playing Division One teams, we can we can stay with them. We can we can be competitive. Tyrone is probably an outlier last year, but and Armagh or sorry, and Donegal in the in the final of twenty nineteen. You know, Tyrone that same year, they're the outliers in it. The rest of the time, Cavan are competitive with every team to play. Mm. You know, whether they be Division even, Four or Division the, One, even the Dubs. While Cavan, look. Obviously, he lost the game by fifteen points, or whatever. But it was it, Cavan were never scorched. No, it, it was it, three points per quarter. Yeah, uh, you know, for, and, and for most, that's what it was. Yeah, they they would get two and we'd get one. Yeah, they never cut through Cavan and kind of embarrassed Cavan. Completely, day. completely. Like I, I, I do think that that's a valid point. And at that stage, Dublin were probably better than they are now. They've come back a little bit further into the pack. But I think Cavan have the ability to be competitive with anybody. Like they, I know that they played really good teams in challenge matches before the league started and you know we're, we're, we're very competitive we're, we're within a point or two so I don't think um, I, I don't think that that listener is far off the interesting thing though is that when you get when when you're within a point or two of your division three four teams generally you should have enough to get over the line it's when you're within a point or two of the division one teams generally they live enough to get over the line mm. that's probably the difference Next talking point. County board could have tanked travelling fans. Ah, the poor Baba. The poor lad. Uh, and, and did they not go around and shake everybody's hand? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> travelling fans could have tanked the county board. I'm Mickey Graham forgetting us to London and allowing us to have that weekend. We definitely should be thanking London for getting in for nothing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, are Cavan doing very heavy training at the moment in prep for champ? Look very sluggish. Don't know. I, d- I doubt it. I, I doubt it's anything crazy. No. Cavan didn't train in the morning of the game, right? That crack. No, no, I don't think so. I don't. Uh, I, I'd imagine it's just your normal stuff. Now you are still four weeks out, so y- there is the possibility that you're 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 doing heavier than you would be in the week of a championship. But it still shouldn't. I don't think it's a it's a, it's a reason. When we had Killian uh, Clark on here a few weeks ago, I think I remember asking. That was after the 
games. Sligo game Sligo was pulled. Game yeah, was pulled. And I asked him what's the schedule for this week. And like, you know, you know, we still had a couple of gym sessions, a couple of pitch sessions. It was nothing yeah. easy about it, but it wasn't insane. Um, the next talking point: the queue for pints in Rice Yeah, touched on that already. Yeah, annoying. Yeah, any chance you lads would give a Bertcom is honest analysis of how we have performed over six games? We we always try to. Yeah, yeah, I do think so too. I think it's look, we're we're as disappointed as any Cavan fan. Um, we're not going to jump into hysteria because we've won five out of six games, but it it, it hasn't been what we've expected. It mm. definitely hasn't been. And I know when some of the mess sports them and some some people and their opinion is every bit as valid as our opinion. Some people were disappointed with our analysis of the of the tip game, which is kind of like I I read it and I was like. It's just our opinion, really. Like, okay. You can't, you can't, I don't read the message boards. I have to say, so if they're posting it, I'd rather they send me an email and say, geez, damn, I'm disappointed with that. Now, you should have really gone to town on whoever, I think, and, um, you know, you can justify your opinion. And, and you know what? That is the beauty of it in the world that we live in and you see what's going on around the world at the moment. You know, this is just football. There's no point in us, you know, my opinion and your opinion will differ and everybody else's opinion will differ. Thank God nobody's going to live or die by it. So it's, well, I, um, think, I think anyone who listens to the podcast is entitled to their opinion. And I definitely yeah, wouldn't take yeah. offence at anything anyone says because uh, I know in my line of work, especially in the paper, if you were taking offence at every bit of criticism you got, which I would have when I first started in, in the job, I, w- I would have been wound up by stuff. But you just have to... I think everyone's entitled to their opinion, especially yeah. your subscribers, especially. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Northern Sound cut out for the last seven minutes. Assumed it was done deal until friend texts me final score. Uh, so this man had connectivity problems. Yeah, I don't think it was on Northern Sound's end, mate. Yeah. Because Nor- I had a lot of people texting me after the game saying, Jesus Christ, you're, it, it, we could feel your heart dropping <laughs> in the last couple of minutes. So. Well, the Northern Sound commentators cut out in the pub after as well. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Broke and, out, maybe. Paul Fitz and Declan Mixie, best duo I've ever seen. I have to agree with that. <laughs> Mo and Mixie, I can't wait yeah. for that podcast. Mo and Mixie show. It's going to be right up there with the best. Uh, six pound a pint. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was paying by car. I didn't even get her Yeah, it was only when I uh, when I when I got back to the airport and and looked at the the bank balance. I was like, holy Jesus! Was it six pound a pint? Oh, it was every bit of it. Yeah, yeah. Mad money, yeah. mad money over there. I never even looked at. at Receipt. <laughs> Drink is in the wallet is out. Uh, Drink is in the wallet is out there. Uh, can we play London every year? Great crack. No, not at six pound a pint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> uh, was Leo Campbell in London? Leo Campbell was in London, definitely. Men making bold predictions too. Right. Man, Nugent for the championship. Oh, there you go. Man, Nugent for the junior championship. Now, can be quoting men who, who might might have a beer or two on them, Damien. That's true. Sorry, it mightn't have been Leo Campbell. It could have been. It could have been somebody pretending to be Leo, Leo Campbell. Uh, the artist formerly known as Leo Campbell. <laughs> yeah. uh, good man, Leo. Uh, the, the fear is real. The fear is real. <laughs> yes, it was. It definitely was. Brilliant. You pair ever heard of Lock and Lay? No. Lock and Lay. No. Lock and Lay Mountain in Belvedere. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. You have. You try making silage a thousand feet above sea level. We eat mink for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your Polish friend? No, it's my Kingscourt friend. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Uh, no, it wasn't my. No, he's Romanian. That guy. All oh, right, sorry. Uh, 
Guinness better in London than it is in the Lavian. Well, I'm distancing myself from that comment straight off. Okay. I don't want to disparage the Guinness in any hostelry in County Cavan. So any Lavian regular system to that, that is, that is completely not the views of the Weir Cavan. Uh, <laughs> I never had a Guinness in the Lavian. No, me neither. Uh, I'd love to. The, ca- the Cavan crowd was brilliant. Pity yeah. half of them wouldn't come into Kingspan Breffery. Oh, it's born. Do you know what? There was a lot of fresh faces there, wasn't there? A lot of guys in... in, in I was laughing. Myself and Mickey were talking about... Um, I won't actually hang out the group, but there was a group of people we met that had all of the, the you know, Cavan tops, Cavan jerseys, Cavan jackets. And I said, Mickey, I know them boys well. Did you ever see them at a game before? Yeah. <laughs> no. There was a lot of boys that was just like, kind of said, you know, to the woman, I'm after watching Cavan on telly over the whole lockdown and, 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 and not getting to a game and listening to them pair of pricks and Northern Sound. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to have to get going to London to use the excuse and, and fair play to them. We welcome all bandwagon hoppers. Oh, listen, I, I said it to you, uh, if Cavan win the league, Cavan beat Waterford, win the league, uh, there'll be some scramble for tickets for Corrigan Park because... There's already a scramble. The bandwagon will be in full flow. Oh, I had more people in Ricelip ask me, can you get me a ticket? I, I have no access to tickets. Like, I literally, I'm the worst person you could be asking, but I definitely had 10 people ask me, you know. I've heard, I've heard more giving out about this week's win than last week's loss. Cavan fans for you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The duty. Players are taking the mickey, defending wobblier, wobblier than jelly, and discipline worse than ricey. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> that was thought up for a good... That, that, that was nobody with a hangover now taking that comment up, yeah. that talking point. That's yeah. if Seamus Heaney was alive now, he'd be just shitting himself with that, that <laughs> Poetry. Poetry. <laughs> Uh, goal, goal was to get promoted so it's job done while not playing anywhere near team's potential huge positive and that's coming from a former Cavan player yeah yeah and and that is the point I made on the podcast earlier in the week and uh, over on Die Hards it was like gosh usually in the GA we say oh well, they're not playing well but they're winning games isn't that great you know that that should be what we're saying the only thing is that you'd like in six performances to have won absolute stellar performance he said now that was brilliant the boys played really well for that entire game you know Croker, you'd, li- you'd like to have one maybe Croker maybe Croker maybe Waterford this weekend London some spot great setup. had this wrapped up twice before letting them back in head scratching but overall I think we're playing decently in patches just need put together full match performance well said well said although the only word I wouldn't agree with is just because it's not it's not, I don't think it's just a matter of just oh, we're just going to show up and, and, and true and click for 70 minutes true we haven't put in that many 70-minute performances under Mickey Graham, funnily enough. No. Not really. No. Not 70 minutes. The close... Well, the Donegal lost the final. Mm. And yeah. the referee intervened probably for a, a, a chunk of that where they outscored us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but, but with players but on a, field... great performance. Players on field put in 70-minute performances. Five wins from six. Division, Division four job is done in first gear. If we don't kick on in Champo, then complain. Fair yeah. enough. Fair. Yeah. Good comment. Yeah, we're running out of time, Dave, so that's the talking points. Looking ahead very quickly to Waterford. <laughs> Let's fall into this trap again. Cavan half the winner by about 10 points. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny the way history repeats itself because, um, you know, we were, we were heading for promotion in 2006. Cavan had won five games in a row, which is something we haven't done this year. Yeah. They won five in a row, but five wins in a row is very rare. We didn't do it between two, from 2006 until 2016, and the fifth game in a row in 2016 was obviously the Galway game to get promoted so 
I, I always believed that the Waterford game in 2006 set Cavan back years. Yeah. Because we should have got up. We'd gone down and beaten a very good Westmead team in Mulligar, uh, which was the big the big result there. And that Waterford defeat was, was shambolic. Yeah. Uh, we put seven goals past in the year before. So Waterford coming back up here. If you do, if you remember, we talked about this game in the podcast made nearly a year ago. And I, I made a passing comment. Maybe it was disrespectful. I said that, that Waterford team was a pub team. But like mm. it was said that Waterford came up and all came up in separate cars and the lads were walking and eating Mars bars and I'm sure yeah, there was no. bits added to it. That wasn't all true. I was told since. Yeah, but, but, but that's off. That's been said, and I I do know that Jason Riley said in an interview with Dermot Crow in the Sunday Independent that the low point of his career was when the Waterford manager came into the dressing room after and said to the cabin boys, "Keep at it." Yeah, and that that was a that was a bad one. But Waterford came up and deserved to win that that match. So. You'd be, you would be afraid the history would repeat itself had Cavan not yeah. not won in Rysler, but Cavan did win in Rysler. I don't think history's going to repeat itself, and I don't think a loss here is going to be the worst ever. I'm saying it now. I don't think it would be. Would be oh, I'm ever. saying it is. I'm saying this no, is. No, because I I disagree because I think that for the, for to be the worst ever, there has to be a good bit of riding on it, and there's not there's not really any riding on this game. Not really, and I'm not. I'm just being honest there. I I think that we're already up. Whereas if you look at the worst ever's, there were defeats that knocked us out of a championship or caused us promotion or caused us relegation. Mm. I, I I know your point. The 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 consequences of it are are less. But I I still think that that this Cavan team now you can you can take off a lot of the the excuses. You can take out pitches are poor. We're having the brilliant week. You know the, the pitch is going to be in great nick on Saturday night. It's a Saturday night game. It's uh, it, it, it. There's no pressure on for promotion. You know, you're We're playing the worst team in Ireland. You're playing the worst team in Ireland. Like no, the, no and what I was getting on to there a second ago was when I made that comment about the pub team. If you remember, I got correspondence from a Waterford supporter. Yeah, he, he threatened to report me to the GEA. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. which was which was very scary. Yeah. Like <laughs> the G, the GEA have real real strict <laughs> laws on anyway, um, but like. They're bottom of the table. They've won draw out of six games in Division Four. They are the worst football team in the league. That's why I think we've you've got. If we lose this game, I think it's an absolute catastrophe. I don't think the players can recover from it. Like you talk about two thousand six. If if you go and lose this game, lads who were playing against the Dublins and the Kerrys and the Mayos in Division One are now losing. Like the draw over in Castle Bar, a draw against Kerry. And now they're losing to Waterford. That 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 is detrimental. That could be career ending. That could be literally. I'm going to finish out this season, and then that's me done. Do you know what, Damien? You've won me over there. You're right. You know. You're right. Yeah, you're dead right. Actually, yeah. No, I take it back. I think it would be horrendous to lose this game. Yeah. But I, I I'm fully 100 percent confident we're going to win the game, which is a major worry. <laughs> going <laughs> yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I yeah. agree with Look, you. I think Cavan Cavan are uh, long, long odds on to win it. Waterford are thirteen to two, which I thought would be actually Waterford would be a lot bigger. Um, but but Cavan allow teams to stay in games, and that's what I really want to see Saturday night: is Cavan not letting Waterford into the game, get off to a good start, keep them at arm's length the whole distance, and and then finish off, accelerate away from them. That we we, we win it by north of seven eight points. We're, we're saying Cavan are going to get promoted, Damien, uh, and hopefully that's going to happen. Who's going up with Cavan? I think Tipperary. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I it's in their hands. Yeah, they've got London at home. Look, London. If that game was in London, oh, I give London a chance. I give a them damn a big chance. good chance. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. A, it is 
a decent London side. They have a lot of pace. They've got good forwards and they've got big men uh, in key positions. I would, I would definitely say of the teams that Cavan played, Tipperary are the are the next best. I think Sligo London are equal from from the performances that I'd seen. Right, and, I wasn't at and, Sligo game, and maybe even London ahead of Sligo a little. Like in terms of what how they played against Cavan, I think maybe London are ahead of Sligo. Like I thought they were really well organised, had different ways of attacking. Um, you know, they, they they battled hard at the back. There's a lot. There's a lot of quality about that London team. So yeah, definitely. No, by no means a gimme. Yeah, well, um, I'm surprised to see uh, Tipperary are eight to one on to win that game, which is basically just very similar as what Cavan are to beat Waterford ten to one on. Mm. Uh, both teams at home. Yeah, I expect Tipper going to go up along with with uh, Cavan, and I think that's that's a real testament to Tipperary because they had one point after two rounds. That's right. And that's right. This, by that stage, they still hadn't played. They finished Cavan. strong. They still hadn't played Sligo. You know, they, was, they were really staring down the barrel of a gun there. So that's a great, great achievement by them if, them if they go up. Yeah, and we'll see them in Crow Park, hopefully. Okay, quickly, one word answers. Romar Energy, All-County Football League Division 1. Ramar United against Lara. Ramar. Easily. Okay. Lacking against Crusher And I'm saying sorry, Lara, because the Lara boys told me. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Crusher Um Kings Court Stars against Coot Hill. Kings Court. Balanya against Killing Care. Killing care. Interesting. Pretty yeah. upset. Close one. Close one. Gowan against Cavan Gales. No, oh, I'm going to change the Balnia for that one. Sorry, it's in Balnia. Okay. Um, Gowan, Gowan, Cavan Gales in Gowan. Yeah, that'll be close. Castle Rahan against Ballyhays in Castle Rahan. Ballyhays beat them there last year. Ballyhays. Okay, Wilton Waste Recycling, Old County Football League Division 2, Billyabur at home to Butler's Bridge. Bridge. No, Belbor. Belbor, I think so. Beltorbet against Mullahorn in Beltorbet. Beltorbet. Lavi against Den in Lavi. Lavi. Arva against Drumlane. This will be a good Sorry, one. no, I'm going Den on that one for the upset. Okay, Den for the upset. Yeah, I'm going to go Lavi. Um, steamer's back. <laughs> uh, Arva against Drumlane in Arva. Arva. Johnny McCabe's back. Baller, baller alert. Yeah. Um, Knockbride against Shercock in Knockbride. Knockbride. Um, and Cuhollins against Ballamacue up in Mulla. Cuhollins. Corner Fane are hosting Drumgoon. Corner Fane. Okay, and then into Division 3. So the Kite Powertech All County Football League Division 3, Templeport against Mount Nugent. Campbell says. It's got to be Templeport for me. It's got to be Templeport. <laughs> Drummerly are hosting Kilgarry B. Drummerly. Red Hills are hosting Kill Shamrocks. Red Hills. Yeah, Rory Dunn's first outing as manager. I'm looking forward to seeing that result. Kildallan against Mahara. Kildallan. Drung against Muncher Connacht. This be an interesting one too, actually. Drung. Hmm, be tight, I think. Kilishandra against Corla. Kilishandra. Has to be Kilishandra, doesn't it, really? Um, Swan and Bar against Shannon Gales, local derby. Yeah, I'll, I might fall out with the Mixie and Mo show, but I'm going to go with, with. No, I'm going to go with Shannon Gales. Oh, Shannon Gales will win it. I hear they're putting in a big effort, um, and Brian Bates is over the team. I, I think they've a lot going for them, so I think Shannon Gales is going to get that one. 
Um, yeah, so there are the predictions. We'll go through the results next week on the podcast. Thanks very much, folks, for listening to the McAvoy's Super Value GEA podcast. Best of luck to Cavan at the weekend. Best of luck to Loretto on their 16s in the All Ireland final as well. Um, in their, that's over in Curry in Sligo on Saturday at 12 o'clock. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Carvinaise, yeah! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Cavan to get come back into the big time? And then the cave, and it's over the lap, and Cavan are not buried yet. Cavan doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah. <laughs>